This is Faith in Action, the program that looks at how ordinary people are putting their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is produced by Catholic Radio Indy. It covers a wide variety of guests and topics. If you have any comments or suggestions for the program, please contact Bridget. That's B-R-I-G-I-D, Bridget, at catholicradioindy.org or call us at 317-870-8400. And now, here's today's edition of Faith in Action. This is Faith in Action on Catholic Radio. I'm Jim Ganley. Our co-host is Bridget Ayer. Hello, Jim. Great to be with you. And Bridget, before we start, I would like to thank everybody who has recently donated an automobile to Catholic Radio. People really do that, and we really do appreciate it. It helps us out a whole bunch. We either uh, salvage them, sometimes we sell them at auction, uh, but we turn them into cash, and that cash goes to keep the station that you're listening to right now on the air. So thank you very much if you are one of those people. If you um, have a vehicle like that around, it doesn't have to run, doesn't have to look pretty. Uh, we can send a tow truck out or send a driver out, whatever it takes, and uh, get that off of your hands, and uh, you'll be helping out Catholic Radio a whole bunch. You can start that process at our website, catholicradioindy.org, or you can just uh, give us a call here at 317-870-8400. And Jim, every time you talk about that, I think about my two older cars sitting in the driveway, <laughs> and I might actually donate one of my cars. I mean, it's, it's I'm thinking about it, so you may be surprised. to. Uh, we've to get... been cruising your neighborhood. Yeah, see, see the car out there in the parking lot? Well... <laughs> That one might just be leaving it here. So uh, anyway, I digress. Well, uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, ways to better understand our faith. And joining us is Father Wade Menezes. Uh, he's an EWTN host of Open Line on Tuesdays, and he's author of a new book, Catholic Essentials, A Guide to Understanding Key Church Teachings. Welcome, Father. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much, Bridget and Jim. It's great to be with both of you today. And what's interesting is normally Jim and I will start off the uh, show with a prayer, but we have actually asked Father to lead us in prayer as we get our, our show started. So I'll turn it over to you, Father. All right, thank you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Heavenly Father, through your Son, in the most Holy Spirit, O blessed Trinity, Guide us in this conversation with our minds, our hearts, and our lips to be more open to the truth of your Son's Bride, His Church, and her teachings, Catholic essentials that help us to become the best versions of self. We ask our guardian angels to be present during this conversation, of course, our Blessed Mother Mary, and all saints and angels. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord, Amen. 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 Thank you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Father. Yeah, really appreciate that. And our priests are so awesome. (laughs) We've actually started a brand new show here on Catholic Radio Indy called Sons of Melchizedek, and we are actually featuring our local priests, um, our our radio station covers two dioceses here in the Indianapolis metro area. We are in the Archdiocese of Indianapolis and also the uh, Diocese of Lafayette in Indiana. So um, we definitely appreciate our priests and all that all that you do. So thank you for saying yes to God, Father Wade. I mean, we, we never thank you enough, you know, in terms of our priests. Well, I appreciate that, Bridget. You know, I just celebrated my 22nd 
anniversary of ordination. It, it will always be easy for me to remember how many years I've been ordained because I was ordained during the great Jubilee year 2000, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So 2022, 22 years. <laughs> so I just celebrated that anniversary this past June 10th, and I wouldn't change my priesthood for the world. I, I love it. I love my work. I love my community. Uh, I love to be out on the road. I love the, the regular apostolates uh, that I do, like like every Tuesday with Open Line on EW10 Global Catholic Radio. I just wouldn't change it for the world. Well, you're actually a father of mercy. Could you talk about that community and what your charism is, or apostolate, I sure. guess? Sure. The Fathers of Mercy uh, are an itinerant missionary preaching order. We travel throughout the United States and Canada and Australia primarily, and preach parish missions, retreats, and devotions, and conferences at the request of pastors and or bishops and or lay groups that are approved within their diocese. So while the traditional week-long parish mission uh, remains the most popular event we do, especially during Lent and Advent, um, I recently preached at the St. Louis Marian Conference, which attracted just over a thousand people there uh, at, at the Renaissance Hotel o- over the weekend, uh, just a, about a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also do father-son retreats, mother-daughter retreats, uh, you name it. We, we cater to the need by virtue of the invitation that's given to us. Uh, we also preach community retreats. Uh, I, I just, just two weeks ago, I preached the, the week-long canonical retreat for the Immaculate Heart of Mary Sisters there in Wichita. Uh, and, and so that was very much a delightful week to be there with the sisters. Uh, also, uh, presbyterate retreats, uh, the annual priest retreats for different dioceses. So we cater to the need. We were founded in 1808 uh, in France, uh, right after the French Revolution, when the people were permitted to practice their Catholic faith above ground again, so to speak. And, um, uh, you know, the, the French Revolution really... Uh, struck havoc and destruction to the Church. Mm-hmm. And uh, our founder, Father Jean-Baptiste Rosan, was asked uh, by the Bishop of Lyon to uh, gather together a, a group of missionary preachers, all diocesan men, with a little mission band, and go out and preach in the surrounding areas of, of Lyon and eventually Paris as well. And they had such success that they were asked to form an actual community, and that's the Fathers of Mercy today. <laughs> we're a small order. We're, we're under 50 men, but oh. we cover a lot of ground. <laughs> now, when you're not traveling, Father, where do you call home? Uh, here, our main generalate house in Auburn, Kentucky, our, our main headquarters. Uh, generalate is, a, is a, a military term where the general resides, and our superior general resides here. <laughs> and so we call it our generalate house, but it is our, our main father house. And, and what's the furthest you've gone the furthest you ventured out to uh, preach a retreat or a, a parish mission? That would be Australia. That would be <laughs> Australia, both Sydney, wow. uh, a retreat in Sydney, and a series of parish missions in the Melbourne area. And wow. some of my confreres have preached in Perth as well. So, yeah, not, not so much now, recently during the post-COVID era, but uh, we're hoping to get back there as well as Canada again. Well, I was looking at your background. Uh, we're, we're talking with Father Wade Menezes, and he's a father of mercy and author of Catholic Essentials, a guide to understanding key church teachings. But I was looking at your bio, and I find it really interesting that it, it looks like you've been involved in a lot of, obviously, teaching, preaching, and also formation as the director uh, for vocations and seminarians there for your order. Um I'm sure that your all your Christian formation that you've done and teaching was really 
such an asset as you put this book together, Catholic Essentials. Talk about formation in general and maybe how the maybe how your background has kind of shaped the book. Sure. Well, you know, formation is important, Bridget, for, for all of us, right? I mean, not only for consecrated religious priests, brothers, and sisters, but for, for all of us who have our Vatican II mandate, right, by virtue of our baptism, by virtue of um, our confirmation. And that's something that simply cannot be lost sight of, and it's so important. And so as serving as vocation director for the Fathers of Mercy, as well as student master for the men already in formation, um, I, I esteem that very, very much. We need good, solid, holy priests. We need good, solid, holy laity. And the formation that I was able to give to our own young men in, in my tenure as vocation director and student master, and even to a certain degree as assistant general uh, under the superior general, uh, which I have an office I held for six years, um, the interest and importance that I deem formation for our own men um, projects out to the laity I preach to, to the sisters I preach to, for example, the Wichita Immaculate Heart of Mary sisters, uh, the presbyterate retreats that I give, uh, uh, the priests I give retreats to at their annual presbyterate retreats, and so forth. It's, it's all very, very important, and it, it simply cannot be lost sight of. Now you mentioned, so there is a link. There's, there's a definite link there. And you mentioned it's kind of a, um, a small order, but if uh, someone were interested in joining that order, somebody listening, thinking, well, I'd not necessarily want to be a diocesan priest, but that sounds kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> how would they get in touch with you? Sure. Sure. They, they would go to fathersofmercy.com and check out our website, which is uh, very user-friendly, and, and find out more about our community uh, and the different uh, pull-down links we have there on formation, apostolate, and so forth, including the, the different uh, members' bios. Uh, as well as uh, contact our mission, uh, our our vocation director. Excuse me. Contact our vocation director, Father Ken Geraci, at vocations at fathersofmercy dot com. That's the word vocation with an s at the end of it. Vocations at fathersofmercy dot com. That's an email address to contact Father Ken Geraci, our vocation director. But the general website address is fathersofmercy dot com. Um, I, I found two of the quotes, uh, Bridget and Jim, that I wanted to share with that first question that Bridget asked about the importance of formation. You know, I, I said we have both uh, baptismal and confirmation mandates, and, and Vatican II teaches us these two beautiful quotes. Quote, every disciple of Christ is responsible in his or her own measure for the spread of the faith. That's from Vatican II's uh, uh, decree on the missionary activity of the Church, in, in the world, uh, Ad Gentis is the Latin title, number 23. And the second quote is this, uh, Upon all Christians rests the noble obligation of working to bring all people throughout the world to hear and accept the divine message, message of salvation through Jesus Christ. And that's from the document from Vatican II on the apostolate of the laity. So there you have it, right? Whether cleric or lay or consecrated religious, we, you know, single, married, it doesn't matter. Uh, we're widowed. Uh, we're, we're all called to live this baptismal and, and confirmation mandate. And it's really, you know, it's really a lifelong process, you know, whether you're, you know, getting confirmed or baptized, no, no matter what age you, you go through those. I mean, that's just the beginning, you know, that's just the, you know, sacramental yeah. grace, but then we have a responsibility kind of to respond to, 
to Christ's love and, and then to deepen that love. And I'm, I'm looking, I, we just celebrated, I guess when you're hearing this, it'll be about a month month ago, we celebrated the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm looking at your background and we're doing, a, doing the visual on, on Zoom. Um, and I'm, we have a Sacred Heart of Jesus image in our, uh, our studio here too. And I'm just... The Fathers of Mercy, I think of the the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the mercy of God, you know, that we need so much, you know, in our life today. Can you see the image of the Sacred Heart behind me? I can, (laughs) I can. And then over Jim's shoulder, and I'm sitting right next to him, but we're also on Zoom, I'm seeing, I see three three images of the Sacred Heart here in the studio, on Zoom, on behind him, and then on Zoom behind you. So yeah, I think we're in good. Co- I think we're a good company. We are, we are, and it, it just—I've actually have a Sacred Heart of Jesus magnet on my refrigerator that I just <laughs> happen to see. You know, you go on these retreats, and you know, you're being used as a vehicle for God every time you go preach. Um, but it's just amazing how Jesus will start following you around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, think about the Fathers of Mercy, your staff there, regardless of how small or how large the staff might be. If you guys ever want a day long retreat for your employees, uh, I don't, I don't see it going much longer probably than that, just because of the nature of radio and production. But if you guys ever wanted like a Saturday morning retreat, a little three or four hour retreat. We Fathers of Mercy would love to give that to you all. Well, you're not too far away. We're just we'd just be up the road from you, so uh, <laughs> right. we can That's figure right. something That's out. Right. We need to take a quick break. When we come back. We're going to talk ab- about your book, um, Catholic Essentials, and how we can get our act together and, and love Jesus more. So stay tuned for more Faith in Action. You're listening to Catholic Radio Indy, converting the culture to Christ through radio, featuring 100% Catholic programming, 24/7. Do your friends a favor. Tell them about Catholic Radio Indy. Alexa, what's the weather forecast for today? Alexa, what time is the Colts game today? Alexa, remind me to pick up the dry cleaning tomorrow. Has Alexa become a part of your daily routine? Then make sure that routine includes Alexa, play Catholic Radio Indy. Catholic Radio Indy. Quick, easy access to Catholic programming 24-7. Just say, Alexa, Play Catholic Radio Indy. Catholic Radio Indy. You can hear the Holy Mass every day at 8 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Indy. Welcome back to Faith in Action. I'm Bridget Ayer. Father Wade Menezes is our guest. He is a father of mercy, and we're talking about his new book, Catholic Essentials, A Guide to Understanding Key Church Teachings. And right before the break, we were talking about the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and it seemed like I was looking through some of the things of the book in the, um, I guess, in the table of contents, and it seemed like your focus was a relationship with Jesus or something relational with Jesus. Is that kind of where all this stems from? Well, yes, we, we, we are members of his body, the Church, and the Church is his mystical bride, of which he is the head of. Thus, we are members of his body, of which he is also the head of. This is the, the bridegroom and bride relationship of which we are the members of, the, the, the children of, if you will. And uh, my, my main point of, of, of reasoning behind the book was because I've discovered in preaching on, on the road a lot, again, whether a week-long parish mission or a retreat, whether day-long or weekend retreat, or a, a conference, a uh, Catholic family conference held at a hotel, there's a lot of people that know what the Church teaches, but very few can articulate the why of why she teaches it. 
And so um, I wanted to give a, a, a one-two punch in short, curt, to the point chapters that springboard from the Universal Catechism as to the why the Church teaches what she teaches on these different topics. And some of the ones that I found more pertinent to what people want to know more about are the following. Uh, the importance of a rightly formed conscience and how that is achieved. Uh, the importance of making an annual spiritual retreat, whether single, married, or a consecrated religious priest, brother, or sister. Uh, the difference between mortal sin and venial sin. Why is confession suggested 12 times a year, once a month, huh? How does that differ from her precept law of confession at least once a year in preparation for one's Easter communion? Uh, John Paul II's theology of the body, especially in a day and age of transgender ideology. Uh, why is it wrong for a man and woman to live together before marriage? Uh, the harmony between faith and reason. God's mercy and the end times, the Antichrist, the four last things, death, judgment, heaven, and hell, baptismal priesthood versus ministerial priesthood, how they differ and how they work together. What do we mean by the phrase sacramental economy, and how do the seven sacraments thus tie into the Paschal mystery, that four-event event of Christ's passion, death, resurrection, and ascension into heaven? Uh, the proper placement of the tabernacle inside the Catholic Church, <laughs> from your regular parish church to your high-traffic shrine that gets a lot of pilgrims visiting it. What's the proper placement for the tabernacle? Uh, and so forth. So these are, this is just a peppering and example, uh, Bridget and Jim, of, of, of some of the, the short chapters in the book. The book has 81 chapters. I, I cover uh, five major categories. And, I, and what those are are liturgy, sacraments, dogma, uh, morals, and the spiritual life. And uh, my hope is that this will give a well-rounded um, uh, presentation of the faith to make us better Catholic Christians. Now, it sounds like most all of those topics, well, I'm sure all of those topics would be addressed in the catechism of the Catholic Church as well, but that's a little intimidating to pick up and read all the way through. Uh, is your right. book more reader-friendly, maybe? Is that a good term? Yeah. Yes, I would say it's definitely more reader-friendly in the presentation in a, in a again, a short yet full, uh, curt way of presenting the particular teaching at hand. Uh, I don't think any one chapter is over four pages. My hope is that um, high schools would use, use this, a Catholic high schools to present the, the faith to the students. My hope is that this could just be a daily reader if one goes and, and does a, some spiritual reading each day on, on faith fulfillment and different aspects of the faith. Uh, that, that it would also be some spiritual reading as well if one makes a weekly visit to the Blessed Sacrament. Let's say you've signed up for an hour, the same hour each week, at your parish's Perpetual Eucharistic Adoration Chapel, and you have, you know, Wednesday evenings from 10 to 11, that you would take this uh, book with you and go through a couple of chapters during that hour and go through it within 40 weeks. You know, read it in front of the presence of, the, of our Lord in His Eucharistic presence, our Eucharistic Lord and King. So uh, there, there's different different ways that it could be used. Um, I already know of one parish in Michigan that wants to use it as a Book of the Month program over a 10-week course 
for the men of the parish, mm-hmm. uh, and and they'll commit themselves to reading uh, roughly eight chapters a week, uh, one a day, in other words. And, mm-hmm. and again, they're short chapters, two and a half to four pages. I don't think any one chapter, again, goes over four pages. So take one a day over the seven-day week, and then when the, when the men meet each Wednesday morning, they go over those previous eight chapters. So there's different ways it can be uh, taken on this book, mm-hmm. uh, Catholic Essentials, and, and that is my hope that, that we'll see it in this used in this variety of ways. Sure. It sounds like it might be a great resource for RCIA classes as well. Ah, you just, you just took the words out of my mouth, Jim. <laughs> I, I, well, that was one of the areas I wanted to say was that DREs in parishes, directors of religious ed, would use it uh, in their RCIA program for the catechumens, especially those that are high school age and older. But really, i got to be honest with you, I I believe that any middle schooler or older, so, you know, seventh grade, around age 12, uh, just entering into their teen years, uh, I believe that any middle schooler and older could benefit from this book in the user-friendly way that that I've written it. We're talking with Father Wade Menezes, and he is a father of mercy. And I noticed at the beginning of the book, you do talk about God's mercy. Do you want to give us a little bit of an overview of why we need to kind of accept God's mercy and be other-centered? As a father of mercy? You bet I do. (laughs) The golden question. Let 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 me tell you why it's so important, because mercy is who God is, huh? It's love's second name. God is more interested in our future than in our past. He's more interested in the kind of person we can yet become than in the kind of person we used to be. While indeed taking our sins seriously, no doubt, whether mortal or venial, God never, ever takes those sins as the last word. Why? Because he knows he's made us in his image and likeness. He knows he calls us constantly to a life of his sanctifying grace. And he knows he is our God, who is bigger than any sin we might ever commit, even the most hideous or wicked mortal sin. You know, we Catholics love, love society and culture. So much so, we want to transform it. We want to take God's life into the world, his own divine life into the world, and help others partake of his divine life through a life of sanctifying grace, which means no knowledge of mortal sin on your soul. And it is possible to stop at any given point of the day and say to your inmost heart of hearts, you know what, to the best of my sincerest knowledge, I'm not aware of any mortal sin. And if you can say that and mean it, you have the seven gifts and the twelve fruits of the Holy Spirit working in and through you to benefit yourself and others through a life of sanctifying grace. This is the goal. This is what those two Vatican II mandates that I shared in the first uh, 12-minute opening that we had together, uh, this is the, the, the goal of those, of those two quotes from the Second Vatican Council, and that cannot be lost sight of. You know, there, there's a veritable culture of death out there right now, uh, Bridget and, and, and Jim, that we need to help transform into a culture of life. And I sum it up this way. You know, Jean-Paul Sartre, the, the French philosopher, he em- emphasized human freedom, but denied morality. Sigmund Freud stressed human instinct, but suppressed the, fu- the, the spiritual. Uh, Frederick Nietzsche glorified the individual, but disdained the community. Karl Marx celebrated the community, but rejected the individual. Huh? And Charles Darwin was enamored of empirical science, but excluded metaphysics. 
those five points that I just shared sum up how we've gotten to the place we are today. And I want this book to clear through the fog of that reality. That's my hope. Do you talk about that in the book, and what chapter is that? Because I want to go read that. (laughs) Well, I do do touch upon it. I do touch upon it when it comes to morals in in the moral section. Excellent. Now, you, you can be heard on Open Line uh, right here on Catholic Radio Indy on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. What happens during that Open Line uh, time? Well, you know, Open Line is, is one of my highlights of the week. I'm the host of Tuesday, but EWTN Global Catholic Radio's Open Line is Monday through Friday with a different host each day. So Father John Tregilio has Open Line Monday. Uh, I'm open line Tuesday, Father Mitch Pock was open line Wednesday, Father Brian Mullady is open line Thursday, and Colin Donovan uh, is open line uh, Friday. And so the first four days you have a priest leading you, and then Colin does a great job as our, as our VP of uh, theology at EWTN. He's the, he's the lone layman who runs open line on Fridays. But we each have a different forte. So, for example, mine is faith, family, and fellowship. Father Mitch Pock was, is church history and Bible questions. Uh, uh, Father Brian Mullady is based in theology. Now, all that said, there, there's a lot of dovetailing between the five of us and our different areas that we want to emphasize. So any of us will take a question on anything. But the whole purpose of Open Line is to be a, a fast-paced hour call-in show where the caller or the one who sends us an email or, or sends us a YouTube question, because it, it you visually it airs live on EWTN Radio's Facebook page as well as EWTN television's YouTube page, uh, but you can also call in and listen to it just on the podcast live or after the fact. But we take uh, email questions, YouTube questions, Facebook questions, and call-in telephone questions live during the show. You know, Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, one of his most popular days of his show uh, was Open Line Friday, when he did Friday's his Open Line, and the callers could call in. Well, we want to do the same exact thing, and so I invite callers to call any day, uh, but I would love to talk to our callers and, and uh, take their question on, on anything beyond faith, family, and fellowship, which is kind of my areas of, of, of wanting to share on the show. And I always have a springboard. The first eight minutes is a springboard topic that I hope the, the callers will kind of uh, hang around throughout the hour, but they don't have to. Uh, they can surely call in with anything they want. We're just about out of time. Um, our guest today has been Father Wade Menezes, and um, you can get his book at EWTNRC.com. The title is Catholic Essentials, A Guide to Understanding Key Church Teaching. And before we go, could you give our listening audience a blessing, Father? I certainly will, Bridget and Jim. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit descend upon all of our Radio Indy listeners this day and always and remain with each and every one of you this day and always. And I'll end as I end Open Line Tuesday every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Central Time, St. Joseph, Terror of Demons. Pray Pray for us. Father, thank you so much for being our guest today, and we'll, we'll see you on Open Line. See you on the radio, right? Okay, Bridget, thank you so much, and thank you, Jim. You've been listening to Faith in Action, the program that looks at how ordinary people are putting their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is produced by Catholic Radio Indy. This program and all Faith in Action programs can be heard or downloaded as podcasts from catholicradioindy.org. If you have a comment or suggestion for guests or topics for the program, please contact Bridget. That's B R I 
G-I-D, Bridget at CatholicRadioND.org or call us at 317-870-8400. This program has been pre-recorded.